You are listening to the Movement Podcast, your semi-source for all things movies, video games, music, and TV. The hashtag Movement is brought to you by the Twist My Arm Podcast at the TMA Studios. Like us on all your favorite social media outlets by searching for the Twist My Arm Podcast. On this week's episode, your forever host is joined by his good friend and co-host Evan to talk all about music. We talk about blunt rollers and how lucrative they can be in the music industry, upcoming releases, and some really exciting reunions. We are also joined by local Denver artist Kid Astronaut for an exclusive interview and debut of a track off of his new album, Alchemy. You can catch the Alchemy release show at the Soil Dove here in Denver on November 15th. You're definitely not going to want to miss that one. Thank you for listening to the Movement Podcast. Now it's time to uh, start the show. Australians, so dude. Australians. <laughs> I play some video games with some Australians, dude. And, like, the amount of C words that they drop. I didn't. I was debating whether or not I should say it. But the, the yeah. amount of C words they drop is outstanding. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, weird as a whole. But, like, that's their, I swear to God, like. Um, that and bloody. That's what they say, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That word is like their their word for shit, or something. Pretty oh much. yeah, what is your uh, curse word policy? Just so I know. I try not to to say cunt. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Anything else had is pretty to do much it. had go. to do. It. Had, had to, to pull it I in really the did. mix. <laughs> yep, yep. I really did. That's gonna be the intro. Welcome to the show, the Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. Um, today's all about music, and I am joined by. Evan. What's up? And our special guest, Kid Astronaut. In the place to be. In the place to be. Do you mean like this is the place to be? Yeah, yeah. this is the place oh, to word. be. Oh, word. I yeah, like dude, that. I like that. Um, thank you for coming on. It's good to have you on here. Uh, Evan's been talking about getting you on here for a while, so it's it's good to, f- to finally get you on the show and, and do this. Thank um, you both. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of hashtags, this is the hashtag movement. We specialize in movies, video games, music, and TV. This week, we're all about music. Um, so, Kid Astronaut here, he is an R&B, would you say R&B hip-hop artist? Yeah, I would say R&B soul, but like, um, okay. I think this album has branched out into punk and uh, like folk at moments. For sure. Nice. Um but yeah, Kid Astronaut, he's here to talk about some music with us, and we'll uh, we'll be interviewing him, having a little, little bit more of a get to know me <laughs> yeah. segment at the end of the show here, um, where where I believe we'll be uh, debuting, ma- not debuting. Yeah, but you guys are actually a new debuting track? a new track. Um, oh. it's it's oh, like shoot. a it's like a oh, debut. Oh, who's hashtag blessed now? Yeah, that's hashtag exclusive. Blessed. <laughs> um, hashtag yeah, it will be the first like uh, debut on Wax. We played it awesome. at a party my manager his birthday party um but but yeah this will be like the first recorded thing that Sweet. this is out on so that's awesome yeah thank you guys no thank you thank you we are hashtag blessed yes for sure that's, that's the that's hashtag amazing. blessed. I'm, I'm super excited for that um again this is all about music if you would like us to talk about anything if you have anything that you know as far as like video games or movies or music or tv that you'd like us to review you can email us at twist my arm podcast at gmail.com you can also leave us messages at 508-93-TWIST. If you do that, we'll play you on the show. So so if you like Josh or if you don't like him, please call in and leave a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
Yes, and and we'll we'll play on the show. Or if you'd like to be on the show, if you're an artist or you just want to come, I don't know, talk some shit. Let me know. Twistmelonpodcastgmail.com. Sounds good. Um, yeah, let's let's get into some music news. How about that? Oh yeah. Does that sound good? That sounds great. So check this out. Snoop Dogg has hired a blunt roller. <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> nah, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish it was you, because then Snoop Dogg would be here, we'll too. Be here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, I got to work. All right. forty, Dude, this guy gets paid like 40 or 50 Gs a year just to roll blunts for, <laughs> for Snoop Dogg. You That's can really awesome. do anything. That's awesome. Follow he, your dreams, kids. <laughs> right. I, w- I watched an interview with Snoop Dogg, too, where they asked him about the blunt roller, and he's like, he's like, man, he's got, like, perfect timing. It's like... <laughs> he knows. It's like, he just... Knows exactly when I need that blunt. Like, like I'll I'll turn around. I'll be huffing and puffing about something. I'll turn around and he'll be there with the blunt, right Damn. in my face. That's why you get paid the G's, <laughs> right? <bro. laughs> yeah. Dude, between <laughs> between him and Floyd Mayweather's barber, they make the <laughs> most money. Like he makes like twenty thousand dollars a month. I want to cut his hair. Damn. Really? Are you good? Are you yeah. good at cutting hair? No. I uh, shit. Get ready, bro. I'm yeah, like, you better I'm go like to school or something. Yeah, dude. Fifty. He makes like twenty grand a month. Who would you cut hair for? Whoever's gonna pay me the most. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck cares? <laughs> right. That'd but be about, I'm just saying like that'd be cool or just like be like, yeah, I'm just a blunt guy, you know? Yeah, that would that be, be cool. That'd be put awesome. that on would you put oh, that on your resume? <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm just was hanging out with Jay Cole rolling a blunt for him. From two thousand fourteen <laughs> to two thousand sixteen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's <laughs> just crushing it. You know, that's going on my resume. <laughs> so it says here you were a uh, quote unquote blunt roller. <laughs> there you go. What does that entail? Yeah. Can you yeah. tell us more about that? Yeah. Can you, can you I'm in a high stress environment. Snoop's <laughs> having a meltdown. I'm trying to I'm roll. There, bro, I'm trying bro. to roll this shit to get it going. <laughs> that is awesome. Do and you, that's why you need to hire me, right? Do you, do you thrive in high pressure situations? That's what they always ask you. Do you thrive in that? Oh my like, God. yeah, I was a blunt roller for, <laughs> for Snoop Dogg. Dog. It's amazing. Um, he's uh, yeah. He says right here. That motherfucker, this is, and I quote, that motherfucker is like Lurch from the Adams family. Mm. You rang? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he knows how to gauge the look on someone's face when it seems like they want a blunt. And if they do, he gives you one. That's what Seth Rogen said, because Seth Rogen was on the interview with Snoop Dogg this whole time. So, Does Seth Rogen have a blunt roller, too? I bet he does now. I guess they were <laughs> saying that in that episode that he used to roll all the blunts and stuff on... Um, what was the fucking what movie was he doing? Have pink? How, how high? No, Pi- Pineapple Express. Oh, okay. So he actually rolled that like cross joint. Oh. Snoop Dogg, dude, uh, or Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. That's cool. I could yeah. see Seth Rogen rolling that. Yeah. Somebody had to. Right. right. Somebody had to take that. He makes forty to fifty thousand a year. That's his job. His no, occupation. no, and you got to think about that's that's on top of he probably gets paid room and board. All of his food, all of his travel. He's always chilling with Snoop. Right. So just on tour. That's just his play money is like 40 to 50 G's that's like before really taxes. Good, I'm like, that's, that's a really that's, good year. And he gets dope. to see a Snoop Dogg show every single Right. Like Do you remember? That's fun. Did you guys ever see Snoop Dogg back in the day? He used to have his Uncle June bug. And he used to. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was his uncle. His old uncle that just. Wear his suits whole thing on stage. Would just go and smoke and just dance around. It was yeah, great stuff. No, I, I guess he was I awesome. Snoop Unfortunately, he died, though. Yeah, that sucks. But he was Rest he was peace, awesome man. though, for sure. So, 
Anyway, reach for the stars when it comes to jobs, everybody. Shit, um, yeah. PBR is what Snoop Dogg says. Professional blunt uh, roller. roller. All right. Um, take that. Yeah, PBR. Other news. Billy Corgan. <laughs> oh, no, it's not Billy Corgan. That's the thing of the past. So he's went like Puff oh, Daddy or yeah, Prince yeah. on it where he's just like, nope, my name's William Patrick Corgan now. Yeah. Billy's the thing of the past. And it's crazy because his, his solo album is actually pretty good. Like the first one, I guess he's coming out with another one. But I take a William Patrick Corgan serious yeah. WPC. It's about him trying to like grow up and like be a more mature musician. But I thought he was already a pretty good songwriter. Like I'm Snoop Lion now. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how I'm seeing it. It's like, sorry, man, I'm the reincarnation of Bob Marley, <laughs> even though he, oh my God. he was alive when I was born already. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Somehow our spirits transferred. So uh, Billy a, Corgan. It's a pretty. It's a pretty big interview. It comes from Spin.com. It says, "Do not refer to William Patrick Corgan as Billy, and <coughs> definitely do not call him an underdog, despite decades of evidence to the contrary." You sound like an underdog. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's just. You sound like I, a beta. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't yeah. know, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you, talking shit I'm being but spicy you, but you no you're good to, but you have <laughs> to think like for a guy that's been so narcissistic his whole career yeah I'm just and now he owns a pro wrestling league that's awesome like <laughs> that's so funny he owns though. a pro wrestling league yeah go scroll up watch he owns like the world national oh, yeah. wrestling alliance just recently Corgan purchased the national wrestling the NWA oh <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> what the hilarious <laughs> That is so funny. How did that happen? <laughs> Does it write the acronym out, and do they make a joke about it? It says, one would think the NWA venture abides by Corgan's operating principles. <laughs> Dude, they missed I, it. I just oh, don't wow. know, man. Like, he Smashing Pumpkins was awesome, who, who else has changed their name? So what's the music sound like? What's William Patrick Corgan? So it's kind of like more acoustic. Like, it sounds really good. The first one's really good. Um, but I don't know about this new one. It sounds definitely oh. different, more mature songwriting than it's like um, a whiskey. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like with he sounds all kind of whiny, angsty the whole time in Smashing Pumpkins, which is good. That's what I like about it. You know, he has that little whiny voice, but but now he's all like I'm William Patrick Corgan. Wow. So he's like Mr. Corgan. Ha ha. That's my father's name. Call me William. Wow. <laughs> now nah, it's just I don't know. I'm going we'll to definitely we'll run it. We'll, we'll see. To it. We'll see. I'm a big Smashing Pumpkins fan, but I don't know. I just couldn't take him seriously when he's like William Patrick Corgan. But was anybody else surprised, though? Because he's the guy that just like, I'm not going to let any of my band play on the album. So he's like, I'm going to play the drums. That's cool, though. I'm going to play the guitar. That's growth. I oh, respect sorry. that. Yeah, so he's he not. earned that William Patrick Corgan. Yeah. He, uh, it's like Baldo. What was that movie? That's what the feeling of it is. It's like I want to carry this across the <laughs> Siberian in the snow. <laughs> yeah, but he was kind of a dick about it though, wasn't he? Because it sounds he, like it was like he just kind of took over. Well, he's like on the, the on the way to the studio. Well, he is basically like the Trent Reznor of that band, <laughs> where he is the band. You know, he is mm. he is the, the pumpkin band. smasher. Well, yeah, it's just lame because he was just like. Think of what else they could have done, but or it could have been like when Metallica let Kirk Hammett write more guitar licks and his own songs, and then we got Saint Anger, and that album was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know, but uh, we'll 
Let's see. What? Who other? I guess Prince changed his name to a symbol. Well, it's because he was in that huge lawsuit with was it Warner, Warner. Brothers, where he couldn't even use the Prince name, so he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be a symbol now, bitch." Ooh. Huh. Okay. That's one one artist that I wish I could have seen live, and he played the Ogden. And it was Makes like two hundred bucks. I should have just went. Everyone's changed his name. Garth Brooks has changed his name. Chris Gaines. Chris Chris Gaines. That's right. (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. And then they canceled that whole movie. They're like, Oprah was making this movie with him or something, and then they just canceled it. That Chris Gaines movie. This is a terrible idea. Interesting. I mean, I can understand why you'd want to. Hey, but then there's some people that change their name that's going to be. That ended up being a lot better. Yeah, and. Is the stage name uh, different though? I was gonna say if it's if Billy Corgan is his stage name. No, nope, it's William Patrick Corgan. He came to the yeah who to Boulder Billy Theater. Corgan. We don't know yeah. him. No, that <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Okay, but that's so. what I'm saying. If William Patrick <laughs> Corgan's stage name was Billy Corgan, then that would make sense why he would want to go by his real name. Like, is uh, his real name? Let's let's Wikipedia. That's his, his no, that's his real name, dude. It's William Patrick Corgan. William Patrick Corgan. Yeah. William. So he in Smashing Pumpkins was a character. Well, he was just Corgan. it was a stage name. It was like. Just well, it's just short for William. Is you yeah, know Billy's short for William? Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Chris Fabian. What? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a Corgan. <laughs> His real name is mean? Greg. <laughs> like <laughs> Born name William Patrick Corgan uh, Jr. Yeah. 52. Dude, Illinois. Side note, they, so they really did kill it, though, for their reunion tour. They got. Did you get to see them? Oh, dude, it was great, man. That's nice. It was at the Pepsi Center. Not my favorite venue to Eesh. see. Music, but Cher's gonna great. be there. You see that? Yeah, wow. gonna be at the Pepsi Center. My, my mom will probably see that. She's, that. she's seen that. Oh, man. I used to work at Pepsi Center. My yeah. first day was Coldplay. Nice. Yeah, I didn't Coldplay. get to watch them, but it was like, here. Yeah, I'm a huge Coldplay fan. Yeah. I'm gonna sit here and say that. No, that's I cool. know everyone's like, fuck that's Coldplay. But I, to I, me, I don't know why. I, I like them. I was like saying that's a really cool first show to have to yeah, work at. Like, that was so tight. Yeah. And they had just put out like, what was it? Viva La Vida or something, just yeah, like that okay. huge album. Yeah, and I was just so stoked on that. That's awesome. Sold out. Yeah, it was so so sick. I could I couldn't away. see it, but I could hear it. And then on the last song, they played this song called Lost. I think is one of my favorite ones off that album. Okay. And like the curtain was open, and I got That's to watch awesome. that one, and then I had to leave. They would fire you if you watched the shows. Uh, what? Hater. Yeah. Why? Because uh, you didn't you pay just for didn't a pay ticket. ticket. Yeah. Oh, man. They're just so good. They greedy. want you to work, you know? But yeah. at the end of the night, like, at least let people rock out to their favorite band. Fuck it. Yeah, right? They, they have to. You're going to go home eventually, right? right? Like, what are you going to do? Stay there? Oh, my God. You would think they'd at least give you a, a section in the upper deck. Right. To go sit and at watch the At some point, show. yeah, your, your job is done. Yeah. After you clock out, it's like, go go watch yeah. this band. what about the janitors that have to stay and wait for the show to so be over? this was i was a part of like uh uh the food service so i sold cotton candy and okay. lemonade nice did you go up and down the aisles i did once i got to nice. do that once okay yeah so you that get was to see the show really a little intense. bit I, yeah if you do that you can obviously go in but if you're at the cotton candy stand or fucking lemonade stand you can't 
you just get to sit there and be like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. having a good time. Everyone's with me. great. Yeah. Man, I wonder <laughs> Except what for Nuggets games, we did get to right. at least check those out. That's cool. Concerts, though, they would close the curtains. Huh. Interesting. They're just, they're just like, nope. Yeah, that's, my that's concerts, I'm going to be like, hey, bring everyone in bring, here. Right. Bring in the service people. That's yeah. my tip. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Turn them up. Just get all, get all crazy and energized. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why not? I mean, I feel like those people kind of deserve to get the show at the end. You well, know what yeah. I mean? They work so hard to give you guys all your booze and your beer and your booze and food. That's and why like I whatever. always make sure to tip all and of your all of your folks. And you're just going to just going to shut them out. For sure. You're just going to kick them out at the end. You know what? Yeah, that That's is a bullshit. good point. Yeah. I'm going to be an artist to change that. Tight. <laughs> Adding that to it. Let me write a note in my phone. There, <laughs> there you go. Another exclusive right here. That's dope. Um, heard it here first. Um but yeah, when I was thinking about going back to, I don't know, the getting back on track with the Billy Corgan thing. Now, another person that I love personally that it's a good segue into is Kanye West. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna, hey. I was just, I was just gonna close that Billy Corgan segment. Sorry, William Patrick. Oh William yeah, William yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse Corgan. us. Now segment <laughs> off and start. I wanted to ask you, tell us a little bit about how Kanye is becoming a religious figure. Oh, man, I, I think it's Jesus. great. I think like uh, <laughs> he already was going with the whole Jesus thing. And then he's he's kind of sprinkled some stuff. He's produced some gospel records for other artists. But I liked the Jesus is King album. I thought it was pretty good. The production reminded me of older Kanye. You know, it's just different. But I think secretly it's a conspiracy. He's just trying to write off all of his taxes, maybe. Sunday we'll service. On. So Sunday service, maybe he's <laughs> no? just going to try to write, write <laughs> off the taxes. Because I don't it know. is a religious it thing. It is a religious thing. And just think about it because he's like, man, I'm getting $68 million back on my tax taxes. returns. That's what he just said. Yeah. And because he was like, man, somehow I still was negative $34 million last year. And then he's like, my new tax return is $68 million. You never know, man. Dude, he's selling his shirts for like 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I was at I was at the, the I was at the right. Sunday service and it was dope. You went at at Coachella last year. Sick. It was dope because he had like all these people come out. He had Chance the Rapper. All it was so but awesome. Wait, but religious wait, thing. It was great. How can how can you think it's great if he's gonna use this to his advantage? Well, did you feel like, like it was like a religious thing? I felt it was, but was I d- I didn't feel when I went to the merch stand and it was like 150 bucks for like, like a oh, shirt where it, where it just says Jesus is good, and I was like, damn, dude, I could have made this for 15 <laughs> bucks. But, but that's what I'm saying. That's fucked though. up. If he's not doing his, I don't know. Is it fucked up though? Yeah, come on, man. I don't know. For me, I I think I think that it it could be conspiracy. You never know, but I still think Kanye, knock on wood, every time I've seen him, it's either before he has a major breakdown or anything like that, and he's just been amazing. <laughs> like I don't know. How maybe, was he on stage? Like what was his in, in persona? Um, when he first came out, it was him and common oh, i was the, like kim just like no, him in common no him in common um sorry just going it was right, at, it, it was right after late registration Jesus came out he here. played the the little different, different like Kanye. wells fargo theater or whatever at the convention center it was cool because he had like a full band like orchestra like a yeah. string quartet and all that 
um he always puts on such a good show like yeah his stage is always really cool everything's polished it's a whole production it's like what i want to see when i go see like a superstar mm. i want to see a production not just the person i want to see the whole thing you know mm. that's why elton john's awesome you know garth brooks whether you like country music or not i'm not a big country fan but he kills it live like garth brooks Heart, yeah, sorry he, who right chris gaines yeah oh, chris gaines, chris gaines yeah. <laughs> yeah nah but seen him many times but kanye <laughs> like he's i've seen some of the most iconic shows with him the glow in the dark tour with rihanna was cool yeah um i still don't like he's it. still he's still one of my favorite <laughs> artists but he's he's like a maynard from tool so what do you think is next for him yeah where do you think this goes I he's gonna change the name of the album to Jesus. is no king. yeah kanye is king. <laughs> no so i am the antichrist <laughs> so yeah i think he's gonna do a huge tour and he's gonna make it like a religious thing mm-hmm. and Sunday. he's gonna he's gonna write it off on his taxes <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i'm serious no he was supposed Dude. to play coachella last year and i got super excited because he always does like these big festivals and that's the only we can see him because he always cancels in denver but yeah, true. I got all excited. He he wanted his own stage, like separate from all the other headliners at Coachella. He's like, yeah, I need you to build me my own stage, and then I'll come play. Like hell, fucking no! Like we're not gonna have you just build your own stage and then have to tear it down the next day and then have the other people there. Like what? That's no. fucking tight, though. <laughs> no, but the floating Kanye. But the floating stage was awesome. Yeah. Before I had the meltdown on the St. Pablo tour, it was so awesome because you had where you're on the floor and then the stage is literally right above you and then you can just kind of step back and see him just floating around. It was, it was cool. You can see him though, right? You could just see his undercarriage. Well, you could see when you're you couldn't see when you're under there, but like when you came out back from underneath out. there, you could see him like rapping and then you <laughs> had the whole band back there and he was he was above You're everybody. a Kanye fan, man. You like it. You dig it. Yeah, yeah there. He's a I like Kanye I like the experience, sure. but I just don't I like him, him as so a much shit. like a hurt. <laughs> no, I mean I'm a Kanye fan, <laughs> but what? But not right now. But I don't know what the fuck he's. That's up what I'm to. saying. I but like, I like some of the older Kanye songs. But what is stuff, he? But, but what is he doing though? I'm telling you, these Kardashians are ruining ruining people. Dude. Do you feel like? Do you feel like? Yeah. Do you feel like it's like because like? Do you think we could talk about Kanye him? as the genius, but we have to also look at the weird shit as well. So it's like, who is Kanye? Well, I feel like he's almost. Who is Kanye? I, I feel like he's not as big as Michael Jackson. But I've he's, never seen him live. But so he's getting know. into that realm of like weirdness where it's like, man, I love Michael Jackson, but it's just weird. Like, what is going on with this guy? Isn't he the one? Isn't he selling prison shoes? <laughs> oh, you mean the Croc? <laughs> weird in what way? So just, just where you're like. <laughs> You need the team around him to like step in because like obviously he's having some mental troubles like mm. but they would rather him just keep acting out it's almost like they're going to just work the machine that's behind this you know or like say with Avicii where his manager basically worked him to death you know i could do you, see do you think his his uh wife and family is I think like, it's just the pressure of the Kardashian all this that's stuff what I'm saying it's like are they pressuring him to to I don't know. Make I'm money. <laughs> I don't know. I think that he's I like a, Kanye's music. Every I, time I listen to it, I'm just like, oh, I just, shit. I just love because he's just such an amazing producer. Like he yeah. just kills it. 
and but then you're just like, why is this guy such a douche <laughs> in real life? You're just like, <laughs> See, okay. that's what I'm saying, man. I don't, the, I don't but know. But is he, or is he just putting on a, a persona? Or is, maybe he's is just Kanye so good. his real name? Yeah, who is Kanye? <laughs> or maybe maybe <laughs> it's just part of the money-making thing. Like Kanye? <laughs> maybe he's Andy Kaufman-ing us, where he just has yeah. this character, that larger-than-life character. Let's you know? let's Wikipedia his ass. Conevious, <laughs> it's like uh, Garth Brooks. <laughs> see, see, I just I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> thank you for laughing at that. <laughs> I forget. I, I, forget, it was I, funny. I forget. So, somebody was saying this, like, man, the only problem with Kanye is he knows he's a genius. You know, he's a genius and he knows it. That's but like is the, he a genius? Well, like, he always says produ- he is, man. Production-wise, yes, dude. I mean, I mean, I guess if he tells everyone enough, people are gonna start believing it. Yeah. Now, nah, right. Like fish I stuff. am a god. <laughs> See? I am a god. Yeah, now Jesus is king. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a god. And what's a god to a king? What's a king to a god? Dude, he makes those good albums with Kid Cudi and everybody else, though, too. Kid C Ghosts. Like, I wonder if yeah. he's I just it. haven't listened to him, you know what I'm saying? I think I think he's... Uh, I just definitely think he fell off. a weird place. And it just weirds me out because all those people that have been freaking out unfortunately like either ODing or like killing themselves or something from an artist I'm like really hope it's not gonna be easy you know like you think he fell off because he's he's been troubled man and I think like I feel bad for him like he's obviously like really manic and stuff and it's not helping with everything so he bought that that ranch out in Wyoming. I think that's gonna be good for him. So <laughs> I would just pray for him. Yeah. No, just to just get out there, you know. Just get away from it. Get get his chakra aligned. Amen. <laughs> right. Cool. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, you know, <laughs> prayer works. What would you What would you rate the new album? I would say. How many twists would you give it? A lot of people don't like it. I'd say the production. My my he general. It's a song about Chick Fil A, bro. Yeah, that's also <laughs> weird to me. <laughs> Well, maybe they gave him, like, did they pay um, him? Maybe. <laughs> He's like, Chick-fil-A, yeah, boy. Nah, <laughs> That's it's, a meta- it's, a meta- it's a metaphor, bro. <laughs> we need to- <laughs> you're my Chick-fil-A. Say, Sunday clothes. You're my Chick-fil-A. We should That's the see, real thing. No, but I would say what? that the production is is of Kanye. I don't need to hear that, basically. <laughs> Of Kanye, Kanye, good stuff. Like we should call him out because stuff. the Chick Fil A at the Atlanta Falcons Stadium is open eight Sundays a year. It's open Ooh. the whole thing, yeah. But Same. are um, they really? Yeah. yeah, that's the only place Chick Fil A you can get on Sunday. Oh my <laughs> is god! Is at the Falcons Stadium. The only way we'll open on Sunday <laughs> oh, no. is capitalism. Is, it, is if we're right. part of the NFL, yeah. Um, no, I think I give it a solid like <laughs> C. It's not like anything that blows me okay. away, but it's average. But it has like the magic of early Kanye like production, but it's just different. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's all I can put it as. It's not like where I'm like, yeah. oh damn, dude, this is like it wasn't the worst heartbreak. thing you've ever heard. It was it no, was it, fine. Was, it, it yeah. wasn't the best, but it wasn't like, like the new Tool album, which is what I've heard from a lot of people. Oh, just where it's just I heard like that was good, it was all right, but it just felt like I just listened to a lateralis but they just mixed up the riffs in different songs and it's the same exact <laughs> album it's <laughs> funny well but speaking of good bands let's say i was gonna say we are uh we are in the time again where bands are having reunions one of those bands being rage against the machine um they are they have well have they really announced it 
Yeah, so basically none of none of the band members have confirmed it, but it's pretty much a good good to go thing. But I, don't know, I won't hold my breath. But Prophets of Rage, who was like a super group of Chuck D, Be Real from, you know, from uh, fucking Cypress Hill. Oh, they basically yeah. confirmed they were like, oh, we were keeping Zach Delaroche's seat warm until 2020 when they go on the. Reunion of Rage Against the Machines. Well, so. here we are. That's a weird idiom. Loudwire.com yeah. has updated their original post from November 1st, uh, talking about the reunion, the 2020 reunion. And Forbes report, Forbes.com reports that Rage Against the Machines 2020 tour dates are happening. Uh, Wayne Kamimoto, a longtime associate of the band, just said the band's social media is accurate. Dude, that's going to be awesome. And on there, it looks like what? Instagram, Twitter, Twitter page. She's so excited. I love you. I get so so stoked (laughs) because it's like one of my favorite bands. And I love Tom Morello. Like he's one of my favorite guitar players. Just so creative that you can make like your guitar sound like a, you know, like a turntable and shit. It's just really Mm -hmm. cool to me. Yeah. Um, And they're they're, they're starting off at Coachella, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And the whole thing is, is I, it just reminds me of last time they came back. I went and saw them out in Coachella. When they f- came back, and then when 2011, they ca- and then when they came, that? played at the DNC at the Coliseum with oh, when they Flo went on the Lots march and MC5, and they like went on the there. march downtown and stuff. it was yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of my favorite bands, cool and show. it's and it's just a time like this and a crazy. And you already have your Coachella tickets. Yeah, so. yeah. So and in, in a time of just craziness with like Donald Trump as the president. We <laughs> oh need God. this. We need this to it's happen. It's true. It's mm, very true. Like, that's why I'm excited about it because it's like rage against the machine. History rep- it, it's it's an old saying but it's like history does repeat itself like we've seen these like oligarchic like oligarchy type people or you know tyrant people of like Donald Trump. We've seen this before in history. It's like it it just goes. Do you think though in the age of we need social media, like do you think that Rage Against the Machine really, really has a chance. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Do you? Yeah. I think uh, The f- Force Awakens. <laughs> I, would, I would think... <laughs> I would think with... Uh, uh, all right. I would think with, with cell phones and with social media, people are going to be rioting and they're going to be capturing this shit. Like, it's going to be crazy. I hope there's like, not riots. A lot of... I, I don't... Know, I hope that they don't either, but it's like... People are pissed off in the world. Like, so here's this is here's my a lot suggestion. Of people are not heard. My, like, it's my, crazy. My and this is a crazy, like, overblown thing, over, yeah. like an overblown suggestion to do to recommend to people. But vote. Oh, Vogue! I thought you were gonna say Vogue, no. like the dancing. No, like vote. Go vote. If you yeah. want to fucking get voting, rid of this yeah, dude, voting. go fucking vote. That's how we do it. That's how we legalized weed. That's how. Trump got fucking into office as people voted for him. Like, and there's yeah. so many people that are pissed well, that he's in there, but like, go vote for it then. Go yeah. actually do something. So many people say they're going to go vote and then they don't go vote. Or go they're pissed vote. off because their guy didn't, didn't win the primary or just like somebody just didn't, didn't like get on the nomination. Yeah. I think we should update the voting system too, though. Yeah. I agree. Needs to I totally agree. Reform yeah. in that. Well, that and you can't just be able to donate billions of dollars and buy elections. You know? No, you totally should. That's <laughs> so fair. <laughs> right? I think 
there has to be coders out there that can make a secure fucking exactly right that's what like i was thinking just like an app yeah and like you can boop, keep boop, up boop. with with the so I mean, black look at, look at TurboTax. look at how so secure black mirror are you gonna say something no about i was black gonna mirror? say so blackberry if oh, you're okay. listening like, save oh, your shit, business with your servers because <laughs> those are the most secure servers in the world remember when are you had a blackberry remember because blackberry messenger like man it was like you had to give your you know, your firstborn, <laughs> your your, your firstborn <laughs> child. If you forgot your password, you're like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "We are not resetting this for you." <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that was back in the day. It was like, oh, "You will f- never text this girl again." Right? It's like, "Damn it!" I only had her in my black <laughs> What was my firstborn <laughs> child? <laughs> you know, that's, that's awesome. Oh shit. Um. God, I, I totally lost my train of thought. But okay. Rage Against the Machine is back. Coachella. Coachella. You're going to be there. I'm expecting a phone call from you again. I, w- I will be there. God knows I didn't get tickets to Coachella. Dude, <laughs> it's going to be crazy because last time we saw him there, there was a riot and people were. And it was weird because I'll, uh, I'll go on a little story time. But Okay. Um, so <laughs> the last time I saw them, it was really cool. It was when they first made it into the three-day festival at Coachella. So the first day was... I believe it was like Tiesto and Bjork, and then it was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Ooh. Paul Van Dyke and all these, like, uh, Placebo, all these people were playing. And then it was uh, The Last Day's Race Against Machine, Willie Nelson. What? Um, Ariana Grande. There was somebody else that was in there, too. That was I can't think of it, but it was so funny because I was watching Willie Nelson, and then I just went to go see Race Against Machine, and it was great. That's cool. Two polar operas. Yeah, those festivals are really cool. Like, yeah, they pull so many see, different artists. Yeah, yeah. and um, like fans would love to see fucking Rage Against the Machine and Willie Nelson. Like it was just people weird. that don't know either <laughs> one of those bands would be like, I'm stoked about this. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows about them, but maybe some people don't. It was cool. Coachella, it's always a good time. I'm though. sure a lot of kids don't. Yeah, like kids that are. 25 I saw younger. Willie Nelson. Who is that? I didn't yeah. know, but he was awesome. Yeah, Dude, that guy was just I work with some kids that are like 24 and younger. 24 to 20, 21. The references are different. Oh my god, they're it's awful. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll make I'll make any sort of reference that I've made with, you know, my friends thousands yeah. of times. They just like and they just look know. at me like, okay, <laughs> That's cool. fuck, song references and stuff. You're like, like, oh man, do you remember this? And they're like, what? Like, oh man, it's it's how it goes every time. Do you do you have that same problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've definitely had do you, that. Do you find, weird. especially, I feel like as an artist, because because kids are getting younger and younger as we're getting older and older, and like, I feel like even as an artist, you kind of, I don't know, do how how do you keep up with the lingo and like, oh, but and that like, yeah, I you don't know, know, keeping keeping things. Josh is like, I look at here, hip kids. I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I don't, what are you I don't doing? I'm to... just chilling out in my Jinko jeans. <laughs> I still, I still play like pop punk and, and emo music because yeah. that's what I've always loved doing. I think you just gotta make what you like, make and create how you create, and the people that are gonna fuck with it will vibe. Right. And if you're doing something to try and appeal to people, it will feel weird and forced. I guess that's true. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um. But do you do you find it like I don't know? Do you find it harder to talk to people nowadays? 
I guess. Uh, That's I what try I was really I try. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I understand where you're coming from. I think just personally for me, I try and um, create just in my mind state and in my mindset because, like, I've been fortunate to work in a lot of school programs and um, as kid astronaut, like, schools will sing my music even, which is really cool. So nice. I feel like um, in those situations where I want to be, like, a leader, a teacher, but also like, I'm just like, I'm a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't think <laughs> I have to force that. So it just comes out like naturally and touch it in the vibe, yeah. you know, I like it. Just like, yeah, let's just be ourselves. And I think everyone is cool. Like I really do. I think everyone has their own individual coolness. And if they tap into that, there's nothing or no one that they have to worry about impressing, you know, for sure. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I just I find it hard to talk to kids sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm but just that's like a part of it too, man. That's like that's like a cool uh, that's a cool part of it too that you're able to see. And then I would be like, okay, so what are you into? You know, like what are your yeah. influences? Because at your right. age, this is the stuff that I was into. So what is your world? You know, right? I just tell them, you just care. I'm too. just gonna give you like a homework assignment. Yeah. Just write down like every <laughs> band that I used to listen to or I like. Um, but that's cool though. Not I use that to exchange music with people because I'm like, well, I'll check it out. You know, I'll give it mm-hmm. a listen. And nowadays, it, the like the access to music is so huge. The variety of music that you can find, like there are people that have inspirations that I would have never even heard of in a Do you feel like years, you find like a lot of music though? Because I feel like I don't. I do. Um, it's cool. I search for it though a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna um, say. I kind of I have Spotify, which is a I love Spotify. Great resource for music. Um, yeah. Just going to artists that are connected to certain artists, uh, and then you can really dive deep into that shit. Like, I don't know. I've found some bands that are like local artists mm-hmm. in in different states and stuff that are really mm. fucking cool because just from Spotify. Because That's sick. you know the way that they tag their. Uh, their bands correlates with all these other tags and then the algorithm. So if you like dig deep enough and you go far enough into it, then it, you know, it starts at the top with like, say like a blink One Eighty Two, and then it goes to like that middle section where it's like a taking back Sunday where they're not as big, but then it kind of keeps going down from there. Like take to, you know, and then it'll huh? take you all the way down this rabbit hole till you find just abstract things. That's I, I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just so much to choose from, and I feel like that's one of my favorite parts about music nowadays. One of my favorite things about music is that most of the time, the same stuff that you listen to, other pe- you know, nine times out of ten, everyone else has never even heard of that or has no clue what it is. So then you g- you can introduce them, and you know, just the access to music is incredible <laughs> <laughs> compared to LimeWire and Napster. Well, that, and then you're just like, damn it. You get to 95%, then the download drops out. It's like, oh, man. I couldn't get the new Limp Biscuit song. Damn it. Damn, damn it. Man. I remember that. When I downloaded this Metall- Metallica album, they were like, we have to live in $5 million houses instead of $10 million <laughs> Thanks to you fucking kids. I know. I'm like, it wasn't enough, Ev, that you spend the $185 to go see these guys live. Now we get 30 you know. cent plays on Spotify. That's crazy. Thanks, Napster. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it I would blame cool Metallica on that because I feel like eventually they could have made it better. You could have gotten 
Like if, if Metallica didn't sue everyone and shut well, it all down, it wasn't put a bad name on it. It wasn't just Metallica though. So it yeah, was yeah, Dr. Dre, true. Eminem were part of that. Sure, but like a bunch of big artists, but Metallica was the douchiest about it. Right. They were the most public about it. We're just like, and it was mostly just Lars Ulrich. The rest of the guys are like, well, uh. Yeah. So what did they Napster, do specifically? They turned Napster into a, you can pay for the music. You can, you, that's how, that's kind of how iTunes started was Napster. But they couldn't right. really get in trouble because it wasn't really, it was just peer to peer. So they couldn't, they're like, I can't control it. It's just peer to peer. It's just right. Well, that's that's when Bear was, Share, that's that when like Bear Share and stuff came yeah, out because Napster got yeah, uh, Napster got wrecked, and then Bear Share was like, "Well, whatever I have on my computer, I can just share with my friend over here right. in Australia, and it's it w- I'm yeah, not, well, I'm not doing it. This is my computer. He's not stealing it. I'm sharing it with him. <laughs> I'm I'm letting him right. use it. And so it's a crazy. That, it starts this downward spiral that we get to Spotify, well, where you get point zero 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 one cent of every play. Well, that's, that's not even thirty five <laughs> cents. Damn, right? yeah. that's brutal. It's fucking. And crazy, now we dude. get to Spotify. <laughs> no, no, and that's the whole thing about it is with with artists where where people nowadays are like. I just don't want to spend to go see these artists or spend so much. I'm like, that's the only way to monetize like that merch because you know, like you want, you want people to listen to the music. So you can't really sell it necessarily. You can take no, I don't know. You can get creative with it, but yeah, that's where people are like, I man, a concert's so expensive now. I'm like, dude, this is all the, <laughs> like, all that they have left. I still have a stack of CDs so that I would give out for my old band. It's an interesting so, like, take. Yeah, I would, I would hand out albums. So that's people. why I always try to go get a shirt or like something cool from like the band. Yeah, that's why artists should all clout chase and yeah. let's all get naked and. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, when I was in that band, I would hand out band. music to people and be like, "Hey, check it out. If you like us, come see us live." And that's then that's it. you get people there by giving them free music. So yeah. Spotify is kind of that same way where you can listen to any band and then determine and they're if you also getting paid live, right. right? But the problem is not enough people go see artists live. Let's it's not say that. Speaking it into existence, <laughs> right? No, but that's when I just want to. It's true, do though. I mean, if you if you look at like statistics and stuff, it's nah, true. But we're, we're in a renaissance starting but, today. But <laughs> if but then how do you appeal to them? You just make because everybody wants to be lazier and not come out of their house. I'll give you these so VR instead of, glasses instead of paying like fifteen dollars for the ticket. You can stream it for $5. I would love that. Stream the same, man. Well, it's those people are going to stay home and be lame anyway. Yeah, man. Like, right. I'm on Netflix. I mean, hey, if I was like, that is technically what I'm starting to do. I'm starting to film the shows. Yeah. And, um,. It's I like Facebook Live. You see a lot of artists do Facebook Live yeah. now. And I want to get like really high quality and and take like I don't know, man. Maybe there is a is a potential like lane for that, like a Netflix live that, concerts kind of thing. That or just back in the day, I YouTube would, does it. I always I mean, wanted to cool. Coachella streams, tiny desk. Yeah. yeah, those are you know streams. But I want to do like performance, like a tour or something where you could potentially have people bid on. Like each set is filmed, mm-hmm. so as you grow as a band, I guess like it will get more and more lucrative. But you know, you sell to one one person the the like the streaming from, rights. Yeah, yeah. technically the footage to that, dude. You can already do that right now through Patreon. No, but I'm you just, just do it through Patreon. You set up a, a webcam as you're doing your live shows, and you say, "Hey, donate to our Patreon five dollars, and you can check out our live show tonight." 
and it'd be you, you can do it once a once a day. Not about like, saying that one person buys it. Yeah, Go you're, you're talking about like how Dave Chappelle sold his concert to oh, Netflix. Okay, okay. No, but See, just have I, like every night though, where you could just sell it, where you could be that big or that cool subscription to like sell it to one or two fans or like auction off, do like a raffle. Oh, that's cool too. So then, that one particular show. So you have the t- so basically, I'm gonna go off marketing tangent, but you could just be <laughs> like, so you could buy the ticket right for the ten bucks, or you have these bundles. You know, it's just marketing where you just go like, you get the shirt, you get that, and then the ultimate fan package. You know, this where you <laughs> ultimate fan. No, package. but from like Trent Reznor, you <laughs> see these people buy like two hundred dollar box sets of like yeah. vinyl and everything yeah. from him. That'd be cool. Got be like, sock this, in there. This is this is the the show in your local city. It's like the live show, you know, stream of it or something or like file of this of the show. Yeah, go Wu Tang concert. Yeah, that'd be cool. I told you. I, so I always tell him and joke all the time. So when I go and DJ, I'm not even gonna be there. It's gonna be a hologram. It's gonna be like Tupac <laughs> yeah, and Coachella. Or I'm just kind of an imposter like MF Doom. Just that's be there and be like, oh, shit, just kidding. It's not playing tonight. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, my God. I want to know what happens when he's just like, yeah, it's an imposter. Be like, so does anybody else just go and play instead? Well, apparently or Hollywood what? has been doing clones for a long time. So, <laughs> Dude, Jordan Peele on it over here, man. Is he a clone? No, did you see that movie? Us? What movie? Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> nah, yeah, I saw us. That, that shit was crazy. I didn't think it was as good as... It wasn't as good as Get Out. As Get Out, but it was still interesting. But I, was, I didn't think it was that tight. I thought it was like... Uh, I thought Us was a little safe. Yeah. Well, it's... Like, I've seen that content mm, kind of before. It didn't know? really start getting cool until the end, where I was just like, I was okay. expecting so much more, man. I was like, expecting, like, this <laughs> deep psychological... It just wasn't... Like, the build wasn't there. Just being honest. The build wasn't there no, for the, me. I've heard I that a lot. That. The follow up to one of the the best movies of that year, what 2016, 2015, whatever. The follow up was not nearly as good, mm. and I think the the expectations because Get Out was so good, the expectations were high. so high. It was high. Yeah. I didn't like Get Out that much. I fell asleep every time I tried to watch it. I, I don't asleep. know. I just yeah. thought it was cool when he was just like falling into him. So I was like, oh. yeah, it was, was cool. like it was a cool concept, video. but when when I, I st- thought when they started revealing like the parents and everything, I was like, "This is this girl's like Whoa, setting this whole up." Also, oh, I'm sorry, it's been out for like three years. <laughs> that, Get the that, fuck out of here. That movie was done so much better as Human Centipede One. <laughs> oh man, this that, is, can you imagine being the end centipede. That'd be so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that that movie that that movie that was, was what Get Out was trying to be. Although I'd love Scary to dive was, more yeah. into these movies, this is the music podcast. Oh so let's move gosh. on to another band that has gotten back together as a re- for a reunion. My Rage game. was one of your favorite bands. Yep. My Chemical Romance is one of my favorite bands. So I know that you can't see Josh right now, <laughs> but can you imagine like dyed jet black hair with all emo <laughs> in, in front of his face? That was Josh circa 2003. Mm, I would say 2004 to 2009. We're going to find <laughs> we're going to find a picture of Josh we'll from we'll that time period and post it on um, the website. But this has been something that's been rumored for a really long time. My Chemical Romance has been like I don't know. There's always some little hint on Twitter or Instagram, and people freak out because they think they're gonna get back together, and then they all squash it, and then you know, 
here we are six years later and they're actually getting back together for one show. One confirmed show. Do they have songs? Yeah. So they've been rehearsing for a while. This is this is really funny because one of the Jonas brothers Kay. um Which on one? I think <laughs> this is what matters. I think Probably Nick Jonas. Nick the important Nick's one. Which I'm kidding, it doesn't one? matter. But <laughs> he's like, yeah, I really don't give Jonas. a fuck. The important one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that people care about. The but one that matters in this story. Yeah, the pretty one. But one <laughs> <laughs> of the Jonas Brothers a, f- a few months ago had broke to some, it was either a radio interview or a podcast interview, saying that they were in the same rehearsal space as My Chemical Romance, and that mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance was rehearsing next to them. And then one of the members of My Chem comes out, Frankie Way, Frankie Row, whatever, the one of the guitarists comes out and he's like, No, oh, that's bullshit. They're just a Disney band looking for attention. Nah, that's that's not true at all. And then lo and behold, they were literally rehearsing for the last few months to get ready for this one show. Which also kind of to to branch out from from that, I guess, I really think that they're gonna be booking a tour. Like they're going to announce a tour here really soon. This is going to be their comeback show, and then the tour is going to start probably in the spring. And they've been rehearsing for so long to get back into shape because I don't know if you've seen Gerard Way lately, but I don't know if he's in singing shape. He's He used to be the leader of the Black Parade, but now he is the whole parade. <laughs> he's... <laughs> Dude, <laughs> but you never know. Garth Brooks. You said it, not me. Who? <laughs> you never know. Garth Brooks. Who? Chris Gaines. Yes. <laughs> he came back and he was huge, but he still s- sings really well. But yeah. or it could be, you know, where he's out of breath like Marilyn Manson, and it's just right. not good. And I've heard that that Manson now oh, has dude, a really hard time on stage because he's just kind of. Oh, he's horrible. He's, he's the only other shape, person that I not, saw that was more out shape. of breath than him was. DJ Khaled and he was awful. <laughs> we the best. He just kept saying like we the best, and then he we just walked off after thirty minutes of his set of an hour. And I was like, where did the fuck did he go? What he did probably, he do on stage? He just kept shouting we the best and didn't even DJ or anything. And then he was just terrible. Was there a DJ? Yeah, he had some guy finish out the set halfway through, and then I I can imagine him at the snack bar, and he goes up and get, orders another sandwich. He's like <laughs> another one. <laughs> I, hope, I hope we co- I hope we cover that story every episode. Dude, another one. Because that's the second one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Good DJ Khaled story. So, yeah, My Chemical Romance is coming back December 20th, I believe, is when it is. Tickets sold out within 30 seconds. Where is it at? Uh, It's in LA. Uh, I don't even know. Are you going? No. No. Even if I tried, they, uh, they sold out within, I think, 30 seconds, is what they said. It makes me nervous. I'll have to see footage of this before I go see this. Um, they are at the Shrine Expo Hall, Los Angeles, December 20th. Um, I'm fucking stoked. So, yeah, it's cool that they're coming back. It'll be even cooler when they announce that tour. And then that is when I will make sure to get tickets. I'll have an alarm set. I'll, you know, have three computers going. Josh will I'll have fucking a, get those tickets. You he'll believe have me. A GoPro camera doing a body cam of him like crying at the show. It's like mm-hmm. ah. that is a very real possibility. I would the like Josh to cam the cry cam. Are you gonna dress up like 2006 to 2009, Josh? Though I should. I you really should. should. I yeah, should probably bust out one of those shirts. I probably still fit in them. Gonna, I don't know. My belly's. A little are you gonna weird. dye her black and get the eyeliner? Uh, I never did eyeliner. No, you're I not like Mark eyeliner. Wahlberg and Rockstar. No. no. Well, 
Are you wearing eyeliner? I I'm in a band. Okay. Even at 16, <laughs> when I was in that scene and wanting to be heard, uh, I I still thought that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> the eyeliner. I think it's awesome. <laughs> go all the way. <laughs> Just go. This is it. 2019 with the eyeliner. Oh, I know. Go now ahead. now it's now it's like it's it's just normal. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. wears eyeliner now, but I just you know, when I was young, I was like, no, uh-uh. No. When I was 17. No. <laughs> He's like that's just expensive. So, that's a habit I'm trying to get into. Anti beauty. <laughs> I want to try and get I need to start tweeting at my comic romance to try and get them just like I tweet at Shia LaBeouf and Bill Murray every year to get them to come to my birthday party. Mm. I've been doing it for 3 years. But <laughs> Start, big, <laughs> start tweeting at my cam and seeing if they'll come do an interview. There's a there's mm-hmm. a professional blunt roller in the world. So. I know, right? Yeah. I know. Every every year I go tweet at Shia LaBeouf and and Bill Murray, and I'm like, hey man, my birthday party's at this time at this date. Come and then he just up. and then you just <laughs> yell at Shia LaBeouf like, do it, <laughs> do it. <laughs> do you give him enough time at least, like yeah. a week? Okay, oh yeah, okay. I give him like a month. Oh, okay, perfect. The perfect. first year I started doing it, I tweeted him once a week for like three months. <laughs> Yeah, you but, let them know. Cool. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll show up one of these days. It'll be like my fortieth birthday, and yeah, I keep trying to get MC uh, Hammer to come play my birthday. That'd be great. That'd be sick. Or <laughs> yeah, have him <laughs> just do one song, awesome. that and then Vanilla Ice do Ninja Rap. I don't even come want Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Go, go Ninja Turtles. And just have like some people dressed up like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And then a big ass super shredder guy pops. Out. I was like, "That's a super shredder." <laughs> <laughs> um, Biggest disappointment in all cinema. He dies after the first spoiler yeah, alert. Right. He dies after the first five minutes. It's been out for like fifteen years. <laughs> right. Just in case people were like, "Oh damn!" I was listening to <laughs> the movement podcast and all ruined. Can't watch turtles anymore. Um, anyway, are you gonna go to MC MCR? Yeah, I will be there. I'll probably be wearing a leather jacket looking nice. all nice. sad and maybe smoke nice. a cigarette for old time's sake. In eyeliner. Right. By the way, uh, <laughs> McRib, the McRib sandwich. Is for that? It yeah. stands for My Chemical Romance is back. Yeah, yep. I saw that. <laughs> that meme, that was a good meme. That was <laughs> a good, good meme. one. So, I mean, now when people say McRib is back, I'm just going to be like, oh, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> so, anyway... Moving on from that, I am excited. Everyone's excited. Everyone's not everyone, but all the emo kids are excited to to relive their their high school fantasies right. again and, and go back. To Everybody's gonna again. start bo- uh, borrowing their sister's pants and everything yep. like their totally. sister's jeans. Totally, kick it old school. We good. I was actually an emo kid for Halloween because I had to. It work. doesn't count if it's like your everyday <laughs> attire, but bro. it's not my everyday attire. You're like I. <laughs> looks a little bit sadder and plashes my my hair across my I face. I did. I did. I brushed my hair. I let it out. I I painted my nails black. And Wearing I, a sailor I, shirt. I put a I put a mic around my neck, and I put a heart on my sleeve. Okay, <laughs> you just sound like you're Burt McCracken or you well or yourself. <laughs> okay, all right. It's well, either you're in the used right from now 2008. or all right. I'll take it. Or Josh. <laughs> hey, shout out to the used. Yes. <laughs> all right. They're still going strong too. We just saw them in the summer. That was great. Saw them at um, Summit Music Hall, and it was amazing. Yeah, oh, they're so much fun. Good shit. Yes. Good Good shite. Um, Speaking of good shows, (laughs) what uh, have you been to any good shows lately, Evan? Uh, went and saw Tool, and that was amazing. And then it was kind of funny because Danny Carey, when he's playing the drums, wore a a Nicola Jokic 
jersey. Nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Sporting the Nuggets. Yeah. But it was awesome, though, because, you know, um, hadn't seen them in forever. Did they play the whole new album? Like the whole No, thing? thank God. Because <laughs> wow. I'm just like, nope. They they played a lot of really cool stuff, and then Maynard decided he wanted to be cool, air quotes, and let people film the last couple songs. It's like, okay, you can p- bring out your cell phones, and you can film this. Oh, yeah, I did see <laughs> I did see that you had to put your cell phones Get away. Get out your devices, kids. Right? Yeah. I, it's I actually, crazy. It's like a Dave Chappelle show. Where it's like no laughing, no enjoyment, <laughs> no joy, no standing. Like I'm at Red Rocks. At uh, this little side note, I'm at Red Rocks. Dave Chappelle, like a few years ago, and it's in between, and I'm watching the Broncos get. Like I'm checking the Broncos score. No Yikes. one's on stage. Yikes! And then this guy's like, "What the sir? fuck do you think you're doing, sir? Sir, put that damn thing down. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take it away and Whoa. like confiscate your phone. I was like, dude, uh, no one's even on stage. Dog, that's intense. but it says plain and simple, like no phones, no phones, no I yelling, do. no laughing too loud, <laughs> no smiling too much. I love Dave Chappelle, but that's that shit makes me laugh. I'm a, I have a picture of that somewhere <laughs> in my phone. I do appreciate Tool not letting people bust their phones out and have their light on. It was you know, it was a really time. cool experience though overall. I did have a rebel on my Facebook that he he was sitting up at the top of the Fillmore or Pepsi Center, sorry, yeah. and he took a picture of like the whole crowd and whatever, and it was really cool because it was dark, yeah. super dark in there and like really intimate. It looked like so, I I respect the whole putting your phones away and not well it's it's a whole show it's like show. the showmanship is really good like they make it they don't really talk much throughout the whole show they just play everything you know they have to get through a extensive catalog Do people have lighters at least yeah a few people nice it's an older crowd bro come on we were just talking about like people are like have you heard of tool and they're like who I love that. I love that Tool took over the number one spot, and all the Taylor Swift fans freaked out because they were like, "Who is Tool?" Well, <laughs> we discussed this a few weeks back. It's yeah. just like you know, Kanye just gave this really old man a, his head start. His name is Paul McCartney. Right. You know, <laughs> oh everybody's like, God. "Damn!" I'm just really glad that he let him play guitar with him and Rihanna. Jesus oh is king. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been to any shows recently? I saw Anderson Park, the last show I saw okay. at Red Rocks, and that was amazing. That um, nice. I thought it was like I thought it was cool. I I think it was a little too polished for what I was expecting. Like felt almost like overdone. But other than like that, those little brief moments of just like uh, it was like incredible. Like That's I think awesome. he's one of the coolest artists obviously like he has a whole bunch of people that just love his music and um i don't know he's just such a personality and that's kind of what i felt like i missed like sure. i just wanted to see more of like this natural like anderson pock like we already know you're the shit so <laughs> now we just want to have fun with you you know right yeah <clears throat> that that's yeah but it was a great show nice when was that uh, you said it was at Red Rock. Yeah, right? it was yeah. a couple of months ago. Okay. Um, my uh, my manager took me. So. I know you've been working really hard on on your new album, so that that yeah that takes away from for a while. that takes away from doing fun stuff when you're really in that mindset. So yeah, I understand. Um, I went and saw a local band for Halloween. Sick. Uh, they're called Messiahvor. They're a metal band. They played at Tennyson Tap. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, it was uh you know. I love going to local shows. There's yeah. it's always a party. And that 
you know this particular one it was like up in the in like the secret room you know the the guy that owns the tennis and tap has a house behind it and there's a uh, there's a big studio in there, and then in the upstairs, it's like a like a venue basically. That's dope. There's like a whole area to play, and so they had bands playing all night. And so, how'd you hear about it? My friend uh, is in the band, oh, okay. and he invited like me to go. Yeah, yeah, um, invite only kind of thing. Yeah, and it was you know you you paid at the door and you got a keg cup. Sick. I was like, oh it's my like god, house this party. is like this is like a fucking house party. Yeah, five bucks, ten bucks, how much? Ten bucks, but cool. I mean, free beer. Yeah. yeah. For the All night? Time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They're just um, like, and that'll be one uh, drop, drop, drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. No, they had like pitchers and stuff. So they had like dudes that would run down and, and fill the pitchers and then come and just put them on the tables. Ooh, it's service? Like, yeah, it was really, oh. really nice. It was, <laughs> Dang. It was really, really nice. <laughs> I like that, that was, though. That's that cool. That was the only show I've been to. That's inspiring yeah. too. Yeah. I want to have like a backyard fucking my kind of show. yeah my stage is behind the library. Just pull the door. Yeah, like dude. Pull the bookcase Trap kind door. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> just like wow, there's a fucking venue back here. To that, or you just knock on the door and they open up the little little thing and they're like, "What's the password?" Yeah. <laughs> You go through like a hallway of lights. Yeah, you right. gotta down um, into like a slide that goes down into the basement. It's like Meow Wolf, where you have to like <laughs> go down the fucking slide, and it's all that place acid is really trippy. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of acid trips, didn't you go see Dead Mouse? Yeah, Dead Mouse was awesome. It wasn't as cold as I thought it was gonna be, and that's cold. I guess yeah, because you saw it, uh, <clears throat> that would have been November second, which yeah i feel like that would have been cold it was it was like 39 to 40 degrees it wasn't too bad um still had some multiple layers on but it was awesome 10th row and we saw the the cube tour which basically has this cube and then it spins around so he'll do a song behind the cube and then he'll spin around and then he'll do one out in front of you and all this crazy shit's happening. It's and this is like the <laughs> third time he's done this. Is it the it's same the, cube? It's the third version. So third like version. Okay. So <clears throat> he makes it cooler every time. So like. So it changes. It's yeah. not the same cube. It just you know? it evolves like the shape of it. It makes it look more three D now. Okay. It's crazy, dude. Nice. I like um, that. At least it, see, I was. I was thinking he, this is just like the third time that he's used it on a tour. No. He's like, what can I do this time? Nah, Let's bring the cube again. Fuck it. Nah, that's <laughs> what I like about him and like Trent Reznor and people like that. They'll spend the money to have like to a have really a good cool stage, stage show. And that's how it should be. Like if you're that big and you're playing Red Rocks, I would want you to have something cool. Like that's what I like about Nine Inch Nails. You know, Kanye West always has a big production. It's cool though. Like I always like when bands have a big production. Like or even hip hop artists like Outkast was really cool. They had like a full band. Oh, it yeah. was so awesome. Fuck yeah. Um but yeah. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> nice. Um yeah, that was great. And they played two times. I think they played the first and second in November, which I mean that's that's awesome. Good yeah. for them. He or him. Yeah. He sold out, Dead right? Mouse. Did he have any openers? Uh, he had Getter, which is another, and then um, I forget this other girl, but she was actually pretty good. I'll have to figure that out. And I'll okay. The Dead Mouth Five. Right. De- Dead Mouth Five. He did, he did like a pop up, but I didn't get a chance to go. It was down downtown, and he was signing a bunch of shit too for free. Playing music too. 
Um, I'm not sure. I think he had a few people from his label playing, but he was just signing for about three or four hours each day. That's in the mask? He's just like, I can't see him, sorry. Right? He's just like, sorry. <laughs> it's just like chicken scratch. <laughs> <laughs> they take it to Pawn Stars in 20 years. And hey, you know. guy come verify This is Dead Mouse, I swear. And he's like, he's like, yeah, this doesn't look like any of my Dead Mouse. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just, that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to be like, man, what if I'm sick one day? I'm just going to be one of those people that wear a mask on stage. So then, <laughs> you know, if I'm. I'm dying of dysentery or something. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be like, I'm not, not even gonna be there. No one will know the difference. Like marshmallow. <laughs> Jesus. Well, uh, Red Rocks is closed, I believe now for the most part. I think they have. I like think that's the maybe, last show. Yeah, they might. They have like the New Year's show, but. No, they'll have like th- that's the end of the season. Then they open back up for, uh, Winter on the Rocks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm interested to see. They've had some really cool ones. Um, who's do you know who's playing that this year? I don't. Last last time I went, it was Zed and Little Dicky, and that was awesome. <laughs> cool. <laughs> right. Or they had Atmosphere in Common, that was cool. Well, I'm sure we will cover that in our December shows yeah. when we get there. Um, we are gonna take a quick break, and the song that we're gonna play is called Spaceships. You wanna do? Sp- let's 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 save that one because that's the debut one, right? Let's do oh Connect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Connect, okay. Connect is going to be the one in the break. And that one comes from an older album, right? Yeah, so both are from my last project, Full Moon. Um, This, like, Alchemy is a completely different sonic thing for me. Um, So, yeah, I think it kind of shows from where where I've been to where I'm going. Nice. Word. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play Kid Astronaut. song is called Connect. When we come back, we will have an interview with the lovely Kid Astronaut. Hashtag movement.
Welcome back to the Movement Podcast. We're talking all about music today. We have covered all the music news and all the shows that we've been to. We yep. just listened to a song by Kid Astronaut. It's called Connect. Um, we're about to get into that interview. But before we do, I would like to go over all the shows that are happening okay. this month um, in November. There's a lot. There's a lot. If you would like, you can always go to thewestward.com and go to their e-magazine and bring up the pages. Or you can find the Westward magazine pretty much anywhere around Denver, and it tells you all the shows. That's where I get my information. Thanks, Westward. I appreciate you. That's cool. Um, tons of shows uh, always, you know, at, at Cervantes, the other side. Herman's Hideaway has a really fun local band playing November 8th. It's a Friday. Uh, the Boogie Knots, the wondrous Boogie Knots, so no, the, the fabulous Boogie Knots or something. I love them. They're so much fun. Um, if you ever get a chance to go check them out, which you do have one, November 8th, Friday, Herman's Hideaway. Go check that out. Um, let's see. Let's see. November 15th, Kid Astronaut EP release show. I was getting there. Yeah. I was getting there. I had to throw it in. I had to throw it yeah. in. I was going to say it earlier. You just, you ruined the segue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I had to put it in there. Let me edit it. No, I'm going to, um, I'm going to be there. Soiled Dove. November 8th. Oh. It's it's Soiled Dove. Yeah. It is at the Soiled Dove Underground, but we'll talk okay. about it later. Okay. Yeah, definitely. No spoilers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, you got a Bluebird, uh, looks like, oh my god, I can't zoom in on this right now. Let's see, 11, November 4th and 5th, The Deer Hunter. Ooh, really? I love The Deer Hunter. <gasps> at, oh, the Bluebird? A, at The Bluebird? Oh, it's a two-day show. Oh, that would be nice. sick. Yeah. We um, should roll up to that, that'd be cool. I would be down to see that. Let's do yeah. it. November 3rd, at the Gothic, In Flames is playing. That's tomorrow, awesome. right? Old November Man. 4th? November 4th and 5th, yes. Okay. I guess so by the time this episode airs on Wednesday, uh, you guys are going to have missed these shows already. So or you, you have been there. Or we'll you were you. there, yes. Yes, hopefully you were there. If not, sorry. It was amazing. Or you can go <laughs> and dress up like a superhero and go and try to fight each other. Like the Aquabats are coming too. Yeah, and as I'm talking about In Flames, they're playing tonight. As well as In Flames is playing tonight at the Gothic. The Menzingers is playing at the Ogden tonight, which is a really fun have you ever seen the the Menzingers? No, they're a really fun band. Um, I got what else do I got here? What else do I got? I got at the uh, the Boulder Theater, Cannibal Corpse, November fifth. <laughs> it's fucking epic. Um, you got the the Grouch is playing in the Fox. Hey, when the Grouch? Uh, it's. November eighteenth. I'm just, I'm just going through all these. He's also playing with Mers here. That's gonna be cool. Oh no! Nice. They're like teaming up to do like a new, um, new s- 
side project from Living Legends. Nice. Um, Tuesday, November 5th, which is going to be yesterday. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, November 6th, it's yesterday, but Ice Nine Kills is playing. Uh, Slaves is playing Wednesday, November 6th. That's a fun little band. That's a weird name. Um, yeah. Hey, Slaves. <laughs> right. <laughs> P. Lander Z is playing November 12th. Um, so at the at the marquee, sorry, all those bands, or sorry, the summit is. Uh, so with the summit, I just don't know what they're trying to do. Are they trying to be, you know, like pizza place. EDM, or are they trying to do like punk? It's it's, it's well, kind of weird. Yeah, because now they're, they're operated by cause, Live Nation. Because going further on in the month, November fifteenth is the starting line. November sixteenth is our 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 last night. Um, you got November 18th is the main. Those are all like pop punk kind of bands. Then November 20th, you got Helmet playing at the summit. Like, okay. And then, you know, December 6th, As I Lay Dying. There's a lot of different, I feel like the summit and the marquee are always those kind of pop punk, emo, post hardcore kind of bands. It's always fun time. Um, God, I, we, I'm really sad we missed this show, the In the Whale show. Hey. Um, that was, a, it was Halloween, but. We do have Max Bemis to look forward to November fifth well, at the Marquee. Josh is going to be smearing his mascara at the Spill Canvas show. Yes, uh, <laughs> that one's at the Marquee yeah. as well. November 9th, Saturday. That'll be a good show. I have never seen them, but I used to cover a couple of their songs when I played. They had some catchy tunes back played. in the day. Um, let's see, Larimer Lounge. You got Coffin Cats playing November 9th. That'll be a fun show. Um. Let's see. You should take your hand off the mic. Thank you. It's not me. <laughs> it's not me. We're almost done. Oh, November 16th. Thank you, Scientist. If you've never heard of Thank You, Scientist, check them out. I'll look them up um, on Instagram right now. They are, they come from the, the Coheed and Cambria tree of music. And so it's very... I would say math, math rock kind of, okay. but it's got horns, it's got um, mm. strings, it's got, you know, just epic songwriting. Um, okay. They, I really, really think that the name Thank You Scientist comes from the movie Half-Baked. Thank you, Janitor. Thank you, Scientist. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know I'm this is a responsibility, sure, but, but mop the rest of shit up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that, I mean, those guys... I, uh, oh man, November 16th, I am really, really, really going to try and make that show because they're a lot of fun. Okay. Um, let's see. We're almost done here. I got I to gotta, gotta get really close because it's all tiny. It's all tiny. Plain White Tees playing November 16th at Oriental Theater. <laughs> if you want to go. If you want to go. Drops to Jupiter Super like Delilah. nine times. <laughs> oh, that's their song. That's when you just got to go and find hey, some girl Delilah. named Delilah. Yeah, the, exactly. The show. Is it like New York City? Uh, I love that song. One of the, one of the really Tonight fun. So pretty. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. One of the. One Times of the, Square can't shine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> One of the upcoming up and coming <laughs> venues in Denver, really really fun venue, Streets Denver. What? Um, it used to be called Streets of London, but now they're under new oh, ownership. Oh yeah, cool. And it's called Streets Denver. Um, some really fun local artists are playing. Messiah Vor is playing November fifteenth with Lost Relics. I know that you're playing November fifteenth. Hey, but there well. are other shows, and you should support <laughs> whoever you can. Like every um, artist, go see everyone. 
Split yourself into and it's, multiple. You know, it's t- you know, if you're if you're into that sort of thing, definitely check them out. Russian Girlfriends is a really fun band playing November sixteenth. Audio Karate is playing with Slap Happy, one of my favorite um, uh, pop punk Denver bands. They're playing November twenty second, all in okay. streets. What's Denver. their name? Audio Karate, uh, but Slap Happy is the name of the band okay, from Slap Denver. Happy, okay. um, they're a lot of fun. See, they, Streets, uh, it's much like how I feel with Summit Music Hall. I don't feel like I'm going to get stabbed there anymore. Right. I feel like Streets is the new marquee. Well, Streets used to be like where they're like, oh, my gosh, is this like na- neo-Nazi type yeah. ha- hangout or something? Now the new owner's like, no, we're not all about that life. But it was like how Club Bash used to be. What used to turn in that turned into Summit Music Hall. I saw Eminem there, but it was straight hood there. It was like I felt like I was gonna get stabbed. They had to shut it down because people were getting shot and shit. Damn, take the fun away. That's I know. That got real dark. (laughs) Right. Um. Anyway, all those shows that I just mentioned, you can find them at Westward.com, or if you look around Denver, you can always find a Westward magazine hanging out. Pretty much everywhere on. All the street corners, all over town. <laughs> um, great, great source for for concerts, for learning about the city of Denver. Um, but what we're going to learn about now is the artist. His name is Kid Astronaut. He does have a CD release, an album release coming out, which we will talk about here in a minute. But one thing that I like to do with all of our musical guests is go to their Facebook and read their about me, because I just feel like that's that's a good way to kind of break the ice. So. Kid Astronaut is an artist, dreamer, visionary, and creator. He was recently a featured artist at the TEDx Boulder. His music was featured on 303 Music Volume 2, a compilation album from 303 Magazine, and he's played stages for music festivals to venues in London, England. That's fucking awesome. That is dope. Um, All true. All facts. (laughs) I I feel like this is where it kind of gets a little uh, not true. Uh, he's also from the future. <laughs> no, that's true, too. <laughs> Dude, he's a fucking Terminator. Let him be. I'm a time, I am a time and dimension traveling musician. When he, got, when he got here today, he was like, where's John Connor? <laughs> <laughs> One day while touring with his band, a crew of wise and talented time travelers, scientists, and musicians, their spaceship hit a portal, sending him hurtling into an alternate past dimension setback in the year 2015. Is this is 2015 when you started? Kid Astronaut. Kid Astronaut, yeah. 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 Um, what's uh, what's this band that you were touring with that you yeah, went, so went back in time with? Yeah, we're a team of scientists and musicians. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the past dimension that we're from, um, it was uh, a little more futuristic than ours. Uh, so time travel and dimension travel was just something that we had easy access to. <laughs> but since we arrived in this new dimension... Um, you know, things are a little bit different. Uh, the third dimensional rules are a little bit slower, but that's okay. (laughs) But also, um, I think as you'll see on my Instagram, uh, we've been registering, you know, dimension and portal openings and closings. So we are now collectively in a new dimension where we can make up our own rules. And I think that is why my team and I are continuing to, dive into tech and space technology um and Whoa, that's something i'm learning so much right to there unpack right there yes yeah, so awesome. much to unpack so <laughs> okay let's so get into it those of th- now that's that's gotta all be like metaphorical right no nah, this is all real <laughs> i'm from a different dimension yep okay all right 
Um, I love it. It's and and to to move further, the futuristic tech, their futuristic tech, and yes. Kid Astronaut's memory partly destroyed. Your memory was partly destroyed. Yeah. So I think it's a. Uh, there's a great movie that I saw recently called Alita Battle Angel oh, where yes. they kind of talk about this like past character that kind of comes into this new space and she's like I remember this old life of mine but I don't really know the details and that's kind of how it is so over the last couple of years since 2015 I've been remembering this past dimension but it's also like I don't remember exactly how to do all these things like the portals and like I know that I have access to it but it's like okay I just have to relearn all of this stuff okay I like so it. that's dope so when when did you get here what was did you get here in the year 2015 yeah, so the night of December 31st, 2014, it was like uh, January 1st was when we landed here. And now, how did you land here? So you were on some sort of ship? Because you yeah, have, we, were, you have tech we were in our spaceship. Yeah, correct, we were yeah. in our spaceship. Uh, captain of the ship. There's actually a really cool comic book coming out soon about all of this this moment. But awesome. um, we, we fell through a portal. We landed up in Sedalia, Colorado. Um, the first thing we did was like, all right, let's make music. So we filmed a video. We'll be releasing that next year. We're releasing the footage next year. But um, right now, it's just like we moved into Denver and like we had been here before because like time, we were like from the future. So time was linear, but we went back in the past, sure. but it's a different past. So it's now just a new start got it so except so for we remember these things from a different time so it's like a multiverse where exactly. you kind of merged Love into it. this different earth yeah slash dimension yeah and because of that merging the memories are fading yeah Have and now faded. it's just like let's create new memories got i it. guess that's awesome um and so you uh y do you have a like a band that plays with you? Are these your scientists and yeah, like yeah. you have people that that go on stage with you and play, right? Because you yeah. guys are all out. You go play shows and stuff. And, yeah, and, and some of us will like be more like, oh yeah, we play together. We're in Kids Astronauts band, but some people are more like low key about it, and they won't talk about that they're from the okay. future. So maybe you'll meet them. Nice, <laughs> you know. Interesting. And I've also as kid astronaut played with musicians that I've met from earth, like this or this dimension, uh, like my latest album. A lot of the people that were a part of it are, are from here. Got it. Got it. Um, now <laughs> you threw me in a fucking loop. Yeah, man, it gets wild. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got to throw this whole interview out the window now. Sick. Nah, he's um, got to wing it, bro. <laughs> there you go. Did you, uh, you know, were you in, in other projects before this project that you're in right now? Yeah. Or, so or in, in your other dimension, were you in other things? Yeah. Like everything collectively passed before 2014 was the same. Um, at 2015, in my other dimension, we just took a time split and everything went different. Um, but you'll see like the dimensions from 2015 in this dimension that we remember now 
like things were a lot crazier so in the last dimension that i'm from it was just like peaceful like there was really no war like we just took a different space and so now i think it's just like we have this option of who we want to be and how we want to become in the face of of contrast i guess you know i'm i kind of know i'm I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to to piece it together yes it's a lot um there is a lot but you say there's a comic book coming out about it yeah so and is it is this a comic book that's going to be telling your story yeah yeah it's called origins okay. and um nice. i'm gonna put it out next year um but yeah it's already it's already written i just need to get it illustrated sure um but yeah that's that's awesome man i i that's cool and then you have this new album coming out tell us a little bit about your new album that yeah so alchemy kind of came out of nowhere um i've been like putting it out so i i started playing guitar in 2014 and and that was something that i was like i can never play guitar and then i was like okay why am i telling myself that and i eventually was like i'm just gonna learn how to play um so a lot of my music has been very guitar based um and my last project there dubai was like a full band so i went from this big sound surrounding me to like nothing and i think my music went to that like isolated space so now i wanted to create this music that was very like purposeful intentional mixed with like bigger production and more like cool you know elements that can get people like in a vibe without necessarily like listening but when they do listen there's content there that was my intention gotcha and and you're releasing it November 15th, correct? Yeah, so if, you know, we've uh, we've put it out on a streaming platform. We've okay. been, like, mastering the album. Like, we were, like, getting the radio edits done today. Okay. Um, so it's, like, we probably could have had this done weeks ago. But, you got to you know, take your time with it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's your, hopefully it's it your baby, out. though. Yeah, you know? yeah. got to make sure you I'm do I'm so, like, I want this to be, because my last album, I did it myself, and... It was really good and I, I had fun, but I, I'm i like, I don't want to ever like take, uh, I want to be like, nah, I want it. I want to push that just that much further mm-hmm. just so that I'm like, I'm not leaving anything on, on the table. Like right. if I feel like, oh, we could probably turn that up instead of being like, nah, I'm like, nah, let's, let's, let's turn that check little out, part out. Yeah. Happens, let's see yeah. what happens. Okay. Yeah. I think that's something you. Honestly, you have to do as an artist, and and you don't really learn that until you've done it a few times. Well, right? that's the alchemy part of it, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like that's why I called it this album because I'm going through this transitional phase of like a new dimension and becoming a father and like stepping out into the world as like I really do love music and I want to do this. And there's always the obstacles of life and challenges that I want to get through, like not let them defeat me but like how can i transmute and grow from all of this you know right i i mean that's that's the best way to awesome. to go into sure. it uh, mm. there are too many people that go into making music and being an artist with, with the wrong kind of mindset you know what i mean um it's got to go with your heart and, and that's like what i'm saying is like if you're going in knowing that that it's not going to be perfect but that you're going to learn and you're going to grow and you're going to get better I mean that's that's all you can really ask for when it comes to that. Yeah, um, that's awesome, man. I, I, I really like that, and I've listened to a couple songs off this uh, new thing. I've I've had the privilege 
Right. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Got an advanced copy. Yeah. It's Exclusive. It's, I'm not going to share it, but I am going to share one song. Yeah. That you have given us permission to share. Tell us a little bit about the song. That, that yeah. So hear. Spaceships, um, this album has been really organic. Like uh, when I met Cine Automatic, he was a part of this band, Tatanka. Um, and now he's just like, yo, I, I just really want to make music that I enjoy. And I was kind of in that phase, too, of like, I've been praying for this like project for a while. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make music that people can get down to but that's also not like corny that's also like saying shit (laughs) that also feels like authentic to me because like usually positive artists or positivity goes into like a weird space where where it's i don't know i I just want it to be like raw as fuck but also like how can how can i say like don't let negativity divide you at the same time like right you know it's a struggle sorry i burped (laughs) Um, it is a, I don't know, man. I'm excited to hear this song. We'll, we'll just stick with that. <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> spaceships, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Spaceships specifically. Um, when I met my manager, he was like, yo, I would love for you to do this like house vibe. Um, and I was like, sure, <laughs> you know? Um, and then, uh, the first song on the album, uh, turn it up is more like punk hip hop, like yelling stuff that I love. Like I was on tour with air Dubai and we did warp tour and like seeing those bands just out in the dirt and people like fucking bleeding on stage. Like the first time I saw chain gang of 1974, uh. he like cut his hand on his guitar and he's like bleeding all over his white shirt. And like, I still get choked up dude. Cause like that is music to me. Just yeah. like the you'll passion. fucking bleed on stage yeah. and not, stop and like yeah that was the passion that i feel like music to me is like i i strive to be one of those artists like sure if i'm not bleeding on stage i'm like fuck not not like that but (laughs) in a way it's like i want to give my own way yeah like i want to give it all and and that that punk especially fucking feels like that yeah to me um well excellent we're gonna we're gonna hear this song. We're gonna hear spaceships. It's off the new album that is dropping November fifteenth. Now, you know what? We'll talk about it. we'll we'll talk about it after we after we hear the song. We'll we'll be right back. Here it is, kid astronaut. Spaceship.
And we're back. That was the song Spaceships by Kid Astronaut. Um, I wanted to ask, since it is a release party, November 15th, are you releasing physical copies? Or are you just doing it digitally? Yeah, so um, we're just doing digital for now. Like, uh, when I bought a laptop that didn't have a CD player in it, I was like, oh, this is a different That's weird. Right. (laughs) Uh, Like, what if I need this? (laughs) What if I want to watch some fucking DVDs or something? But then it's like, no, we're actually in a different age. Um, So, like we were talking about before, as artists, what ways can we innovate alongside the change of technology? And so, for me, as, like, someone who is into science and tech, I'm like, I want to make like virtual reality films and start diving into stuff oh, that yeah. people can really engage in in three dimensional spaces. And um, I think that I was sad about that change, but it's also inspiring me to just go a little bit further. Sure. That's cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, I that's that's a big th- I don't know, man. I I loved back in the day you know releasing an album like getting a cd and getting a physical right. copy I miss that and too, like man. putting it in your in your cd player in your car and that yeah. or just you know, d- rocking out to it like uh, designing the the artwork the artwork it. the you know because the then you're just like man i put my heart and soul into yeah. this thing like yeah where you're like, i think what i'm gonna yeah. do is like once i get to the level in the music industry that i want to get to i want to like partner with spotify to make that experience on sure. an app sure that'd be cool um what like do you think about the, the opening it up, turning that. the pages, yeah. and like I mean, they have that kind of, don't they? Don't they no. have like not in the way that I think it can be done, like old school way where you open like the the booklet of it. The yeah. last time I felt like that was actually a Kanye album, and it was a uh, uh, graduation. Yeah, and like my friends and I, we drove to Target during our lunch break, and like bought the album, and we're driving back to school, and Good Morning is playing, and I was expecting like a triumphant Kanye song, but yeah. it's like. Good morning. <laughs> that's, that's actually my uh, <laughs> that's my alarm clock in Good the morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my God! Wake up, Mr. West, Mr. West, <laughs> Mr. Fresh, Mr. Buy something, something press. I love oh, I love that song dude. now, but at the time I was like, we're about to fucking rock out. But no, nah, yeah, and then you're like, what is this? Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, I don't know. For him, it's the most underrated one was 808 and Heartbreaks. I love that album. I, that is such. That's like one of his best ones, and people are like, I just don't like. Drake it. was born from the right seeds of that <laughs> fruit. That was a great, great album. Um, what do you think about the the cassette tape renaissance? I know this is going way off topic, but there are a lot of bands a lot out of there. People are doing it. Hey, if you have a cassette tape and you're willing to buy a uh, band's uh, cassette, I think that's fresh. Like, whatever bands can do, like, if it's fucking, I don't know, like, there's so, like, look at this room, you know what I'm saying? Like, if bands (laughs) can think about stuff like this, like, oh, a fucking Kid Astronaut calendar, that'd be cool. The Kid Astronaut plushie, like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Here, take this home. No, I, I, I I just... I don't know. Personally, I hate tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you said that? I hate cassette tapes. No, well, you, don't, don't you don't have but to get it. Do you like the vinyl? I do. I like the vinyl, and I like CDs. Um, no. I and it's disappointing that it's going. Not nah, It's y- going either digital or cassette tapes. I feel like, and I'm like, mm. wait. Well, cas- I, cassette tapes. What? That was the original man. You had your ghetto blaster, and then you just had, of course, to try to record that shit. And I Ooh. get the nostalgic record. Re- record. Uh, William Patrick Corgan. Wow. <laughs> was the one that I was recording when I was in the fifth grade. Like I remember... Smashing Pumpkins came on the radio. I remember Channel 93.3 releasing the Boxcar Racer debut. 
and they like promoted it for a week. They were like, "All right, this Sunday, we're gonna play the new Boxcar Racer. Like, it's gonna be the the fir- you know the other band of Blink One Eighty Two." That just and, like, ended the band. I fucking I, I recorded it on my cassette tape, and I'm pretty sure I wore that cassette out. Did you like listening. it? I loved the it. Boxcar it was Racer. so awesome. It was. That was and one of my favorite projects. project. I always love doing that. You know, the, the, that was fun to rec- make your little mixtapes off off of cassettes. But, you little mixtape. But to to release an album on a cassette with like the worst quality of sound. I don't know, man. I like it. Uh, I don't know. Just sell it. I don't know. Like, uh, now just go and monet- sell it. Monetarily, uh, I guess it makes sense. But dude, it could be <laughs> an Urban Outfitters. <laughs> I <laughs> still roll my eyes at that. cassette tapes. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. I, I don't know Urban CDs, dude. Do you remember? A lot for bands. They have like a lot of really cool shit in there, like the shirts and stuff. I'm like, this yeah, is, it's crazy. Who, wait, like, who they're way overpriced, who but right. Urban who? Outfitters. Oh, <laughs> that could be. You could sell geez. much like how bands used to sell to um, Walmart, like Garth Brooks. I mean, Chris Gaines. Uh, <laughs> Nirvana. Yeah. Dude, you just no. You just put knew some that, respect on his name, right? You just you just knew that you'd sell a million copies. So that's why Chris Gaines. I mean Garth Brooks or oh Chris Gaines God. would do. Whatever his name is. Chris Gaines. It reminds uh, me. Isn't of, he married? Yeah, it's a Trisha Yearwood, another huge country star. So is that like you wake up one morning and you're like, babe, I'm Chris now. Yo, I'm just Chris. <laughs> my, my name is Chris. So. Somewhere out there, uh, Storm Glore <laughs> is shaking his head at this conversation because he <laughs> hates Garth Brooks. I mean, Chris Gaines. <laughs> Storm, shout out to Storm. Yeah. He's just like, Ev, I love the Beatles, but why is Garth I Brooks, I mean, Chris Beatles. Chris Gaines, number two all time, only to the <laughs> Beatles. And that fool just seriously just releases the same albums but changes the, the orders of the tracks. It's like special edition Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines <laughs> album. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to name this episode Chris Gaines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't hide from your true self. <laughs> what? 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 What's his like? Uh, what's his song? He wasn't live like you were dying, is he? He's like uh, he was the I got friends in low places. Oh, the shit. thunder rolls <laughs> yeah. and the lightning strikes. Dude, that guy kills it though. I'm um, ready to listen to that. But. Go home listen in the Garth Brooks. Again, right. We are here. Chris Gaines. We are interviewing Chris Kid Gaines. Astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> We're interviewing Kid right. Astronaut talking a lot about Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just going to pop up in my head, man. Every time he talks about Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. It's just going to pop um, up in my mind <laughs> now because of this episode. So you were, as I understand it, you were you were a member of the band Air Dubai, correct? Yeah. I believe I played with you a long time ago. What band? Uh, Way to Escape. I'm pretty yep. sure there was uh, that show with Penguin. Didn't we play with them? No, it was uh, it was when what was it Cam Cam Jam or something at a uh, Metro yeah. at uh, Aurora, oh, Aurora Campus. Okay, okay. Cam yes. Jam. I think that was Aurora Campus. Something like that. Yeah, because I was booking that and that was it's crazy. And then I just remember uh, Blast from the Past pirate signal it yep. was funny because i, I told just him saw Jonas because i just told him it was so funny because i told him i was fun. like yo man i need you to do like a pg set 
and it just went <laughs> it spiraled and went off the i was like i don't really care but i'm I'm kind of being graded on this and he's like started playing <laughs> spotting the hooker and shit and then just like throwing the pamphlets of all the all the sponsors dude and i was like oh my gosh i'm talking to adam stroll shout out to this guy but yeah he was the manager or no he was the booking agent for pirate signal and i was just kind of getting my start booking bands I was like, dude, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, I just remember that. You guys ended up playing. Had to, we had to call Julian into. We had to call into school for him and pretend like he's sick to come play the gig. Dude, that was years ago. That was like 2012 or 2011. So, that was a long time. So ago. I wanted to ask, antics. like, <laughs> do you, do you still like? get together with those guys have you ever have you talked about a reunion or anything with them? yeah everyone's kind of spread out across the great united states of america okay, right now. okay. um but yeah like i think about it because um, that was a you guys were a lot of fun uh, i love that um, I, I don't mean to like to like d- d- you know deter from from kid astronaut no nah, man <laughs> i mean i still like air dubai's music and mm-hmm. everyone that's like oh air dubai i'm like thank you like I yeah. think we never we never released anything that I wasn't proud of. Sure, and that's that's all you can ask for, right? Yeah, for sure. Would you ever hope for a, a reunion in the future? Yeah, I would like to come back like My Chemical Romance and do <laughs> some fucking you know the Rage Against the Machine. Oh my Shit. God, Air Dubai is back. Like, Shit, I'll yeah. be there, man. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I feel yeah, like I, it's, I say we kick it old school and get epilogues playing too. Yo, <laughs> I think about the epilogues probably daily. <laughs> I just remember, I, I just remember man. back in college. Yeah, I'd go see you guys at like the Ogden. And y'all would be playing together, and it's crazy. And I just remember Chris and those guys would just have their own like homemade lighting and all that back in the day um but yeah that'd be cool just do like a like a throwback show with air dubai and (laughs) epilogues that'd be cool i think um what was it what was uh ah dang i can't think of their band name there's some other bands that we could put in there too my body sings electric oh yeah (laughs) my body sings electric just put out a great album though um they're still going it's funny because they used to know that all those guys, like Nick and all those guys from a long time ago, and they used to play in this other band, Mnemonic. Mm. And they played with my brother's band years okay. and years ago. Okay. And it's all the same people, pretty much, except for like the singer was not the same. But yeah, uh, my yeah, body is that. always good. I always love those guys, too. Um, well, cool. I, you know, I just wanted to kind of steer, uh, steer off into that for a second, you know, because cool. that, that was some good times. and. It's always it's always fun to try and get the inside scoop. <laughs> right. We've had a lot of firsts on this show, so that was that was solid. Um how, how with Kid Astronaut, you you have people that you play with, you were saying, um yep. that you record with. Now, with the writing process, is it all you? Do you write all the music and then yeah, have people come play with you? Yeah. And so where do you where do you draw a lot of that inspiration? Because as a solo artist, like I I know how hard it is to try and write a full song, you know, of everything. And where do you Hmm. where do you pull your inspiration to to keep that drive going as someone that that has to write all the music and and all the different instruments and stuff? Yeah, I guess uh, it's weird. I actually don't listen to a lot of music Um, like I haven't. I prob like I've listened to probably like two artists consistently <laughs> over the last like three or four years. That's even I mean that's even better. So then okay. there's got to be something else that 
the drive. Yeah, I think it's just more just like life and like I know at my heart and my core that I'm a musician. So I feel like it's like, okay, if this is my calling, I think a long time ago I was like, I don't ever want to compare myself or try and sound like anyone else. So kind of got over that hurdle. But then it was just like, I want to put into the world what I want to hear and I want to do it in a way that's like my best. And I think that's what drives me is like, I just want to go hard. And since I've had two boys in that whole situation, I think it's also inspired me to do everything. Just like if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it. You go hard in the paint. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome, man. Um, I, I love, I always love to hear, you know, different artists, different inspirations, especially when it's not very musical, Mm. you know, it's, um, it's just interesting because everyone's so different and it's, yeah. it's fun to, to get that kind of inside perspective. Cool. Well, that um, and does it come to you all at once or is it like for me personally, it just I could just go months where I'm just like, man, I just really not come up with anything good. And then or, one day it's like, and, bam, or just one day I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, I just have a few beers. and I'm just like, all right, melody comes, you know. Does it come in spurts or is it just like all at once where you're just like honed in? I'm going to make an album or, you know, does it come, come and go? Or do you just, for me, it's like, I feel like it's like a love hate thing where it's like, man, I haven't written anything good in like a month. Yeah. Or I'm just, just there, but I don't really have a writing pattern. So I was kind of interested to see where I feel like for me, it's like, I know I'm like, okay, I want to make an album or I want to make a project. And then I will completely let go of like the expectation of it, how it's going to get written. I'm like, I know like right now, for example, so alchemy right now is done. It's out. So -hmm. right now I know, like I feel it right here. I have songs inside of me that want to come out or something that I want to say. And I'm like, okay, I don't know exactly what it is yet. It's like an ethereal thing, but I know like, as I, go through this journey of life like there was something that it was i think it was stevie wonder or no 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 i'm sorry it was erica badu and she was like there's times for creation and there's times for downloading and in those moments of downloading i don't think about who am i going to record this with or what track is this going to be you know like right now i'm in downloading phase like i'm just going to listen trust that like the next project and however it needs to sound like it will come, you know? And the whole thing is with collaborating. Do you have like any dream collab collaborators or anything like that? Or just any kind of like another project or something in the future where you just like to go and make an album with somebody? Yeah, no, nah, not really like collaborations. Yeah. He's like um, Chris Gaines. Yeah, Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines. Garth Brooks. I mean, Chris um, Gaines. Whatever. You know. Patrick William Harrison. Patrick William Corgan, you know. <laughs> Those two artists are really <laughs> inspiring me right now. Um, nah, uh, there's not really anyone that I want to work with because I don't necessarily want to sound like anyone. So okay. when I met Cine Otto and he hit me up, I was he was just like, hey, bro, come over. And, like, he's the kind of person like me where we'll just sit in a room. Like, he's probably working on music right now. And, like, I loved that. Like, because if I'm, like, in creation mode and, like, if people are like, hey, come over, let's write. You know, sometimes you'll go over to their studio and you'll get half a song done or something. Like, we finished the album, like, pretty much 
in the like the second we sat down to write the song we finished it that's awesome yeah Sometimes and, you and just like have that, i write fast that, like, clicking yeah to it. i like it i always love when that happens when you just kind of like you sit down and you're like boom there it is yeah song <laughs> masterpiece <laughs> um i mean you know you hope you hope and also like as an artist why would you speak anything less on your art too that's sure. something that i've like learned to like Anything I've ever written, yeah. I always thought should be a top one, yeah, you know, it's just top like billboard the, hit. It's like, I was like, why, why, why hasn't this gone viral yet? Come on, it's the yeah. greatest thing ever. Source, yeah. And people are like, because it's so whiny. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm learning a lot about like Facebook ads and like target markets, and I feel like every artist has like millions of people that are ready, just yeah. like definitely for their music. And it's it's so easy now. It's so nice being an artist because um, you can get your music to anyone at any time. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you se- seriously the the legwork now isn't walking around putting handing out flyers putting uh you know flyers on telephone poles it's not going and, going and, up and talking down to people Broadway and telling and them <laughs> the legwork now yeah. is all about social media and yeah. sitting on online and and liking other people's posts and and you know creating those circles with with people yeah and, and making good content too good content but. Yeah, co- good content, good contacts. I yeah. feel like, especially yeah, yeah, when yeah, it comes yeah, to social media fold. and stuff like that. There's so many, so many different avenues you can go down, and I, it's probably the best time to be an artist. I would say, as far as that, as far as that goes, because the, the possibilities are endless. For sure. Um, what kind of do you have any plans for 2020? It's it's almost the end of 2019. You got the album coming out on the 15th. 2020. Yeah. So. Um, we're doing, we're do- <laughs> I got a lot of plans. Oh, we're doing the comic yeah. book Origins is is gonna come out next year. When is that sh- uh, scheduled to? I don't want to say because what I learned through this alchemy process, what I learned from Full Moon actually was was get the project done and then release and the then, date. Okay. What I learned from Alchemy was even if the project is done, wait. <laughs> until we let the project <laughs> all the way done sure. and then release the date. Okay. So now I'm like, okay, I know that I have these deadlines in my head of when I would like things to come out. The comic book, I m- mostly I just want it to be really good. And whatever length that takes, I've never written a comic book before. So I want to go through the process authentically, get it done, and then be like, hey, here's a comic book. You know, this is the first time people are hearing about this outside of whatever. Um, We have a short film coming, which will, God willing, be animated. (laughs) Um, Nice. That's been written already. And uh, the short film has an EP attached to it. And then um, we're doing the... So, wait, wait, you say the short film has an EP attached to it as an... Another release, yeah, another new, musical release, yeah, all new music. Awesome, yeah. Um, do you? And I know you don't want to. I know you don't want to do it, but do you have like a maybe a uh, working title? A, no, no, a working release date okay. or working release quarter month. Uh, working that release? will be summer. Summer. That's when we're go. that's when we're hoping for for that. Okay, sweet. That's awesome. So, so you got one coming out. Winter I, six months later, you got the next one. And um, this is, and this is all about your story, right? This is all about. Like the comic, the origins is going to be about the origins of Kid Astronaut. Yeah. And then this. I think, yeah, as people like zoom out after like all of these things, 
I think you'll see a storyline. Mm-hmm. And then as we move forward, like whatever is ahead of us too. So like next year, I actually want to go to School of Mines and take engineering and mm-hmm. like learn more technical stuff, just like, um, I don't know, build robotics and shit. That sounds <laughs> fun That's to me. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So safe to say 2020 is going to be the year of the kid astronaut. Yo, I hope Takes so, off. man. Dude, like, I, I seriously think that's going to be cool, man. Like you have a lot of good ideas and I like how, you know, that you have it all set up. Like you have the build of the whole album of it coming out and then you have like the comic book. You have like the different phases of of the year and I think that's going to that's going to translate to some good success and some cool shit coming down the pipeline. I, I feel that's going to be awesome. For sure. Um, other than the November 15th show, and where is that again, the November 15th? Soil Dove Underground. And that Soil one's going to be cool, too. We're already starting to, like, build more into the world. I was telling Evan earlier. But um, what we want to do is once people walk through the curtains of Soil Dove, it's a portal into my spaceship which is actually <laughs> flying in outer space. Okay. Um, so we want people, once they're inside, to feel like, you know, and we're going to have special kid astronaut menu items and special kid astronaut drinks. And, like, um, yeah, it will just be a really cool night. So uh, that's going to be a really epic time. When? Uh, how much are tickets? Um, so tickets are 20 but only because we are attaching the EP to it as well. Um, okay. We're giving everyone that buys a ticket a copy of the EP, full six tracks. The EP on Spotify that normal people will hear is just the first three, okay. and then the fir- the later three that people are getting early will come out like intermittently. Um, but that said, uh, if people are following me on Instagram, like I really do want to be the kind of artist to like build relationships with people. Um, like you were saying, man, I think yeah. that that's going to be really cool. So I have 5,000 followers on Instagram right now, and I've been going through every follower and sending them the EP. Early. Oh, that's cool. That's way cool. Good thing I'm a good thing. I'm your follower. Well, that's no, You'll that's what it. I was. Everyone's going to get it. That's why I was dug about you. You've been real personable, always down to sign some stuff, like do everything custom. I like it. Like well, that's, that's that's always something I've always liked about John. No matter what project he's doing, he always makes it special. Yeah, John. You know, <laughs> call many names. Um, well, that's awesome, man. It sounds like you have a lot of really good plans for the future. You have a lot of epic things coming out. Where can anybody find you? You say you have Instagram, so I'm assuming you have a bunch of social yeah, my media. address. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right social here. media uh, is actually something that like I dove head first into and like everyone was like, ah, but I'm like, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And I've loved it. Like even in Air Dubai, I was like, I had a just like everyone was kind of mad because I'm mad spicy. But um, I, you know, I would tweet for the band and I feel like we got a lot of followers from that because it's just like, just be a person. Just like you might want to put out like your shows and stuff, but a lot of your content needs to be like who you are and what you're yeah. into. And like I would tweet about Breaking Bad and like <laughs> the guys were like, don't do that. But I'm like, no, that's the shit that. People are gonna be like, "Yo, they're real people." Like, yeah. we want, that's I want to start talk conversations. To them. Yeah, and like, stuff, yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So, so you do have Twitter, Facebook, and is it all just Kid Astronaut? You just yeah, kid astronaut? um, I spell the Kid Astronaut on all my socials with a V instead of a U. Kid Astronaut, basically. Okay. But, um, 
yeah that kind of confuses people which it's which it sucks but um <laughs> i don't know that's what it is so. <laughs> okay but yeah uh on my on my pages i say i'm spicy but really i'm not i have a good heart and i want the world to be a good place and like whatever i can do to share positive energy in the world and also speak my truth that's all that i try and offer for sure excellent yeah. um well, you know, anyone listening, definitely go go check out Kid Astronaut on SoundCloud. Um, find him on all all social media outlets. Yeah, pre-save um, the album. I don't think the I think this podcast will come out before the fifteenth. So yes, it's coming so out pre-save. on Wednesday. Yeah, so. pre-save. And go check him out at Soil Dove underground. Yeah, kick 15. that algorithm. Definitely do it. Ha- hashtag. Hashtag. Um, was there anything else that you guys would like to cover? Anything else that you would like to say? You asked me earlier a good question. Oh, I think it was the uh, who would I play with, I think. Yeah. Well, you asked me who would I work with, but who I want to play with, I really would love to play shows with Little Dragon. And I feel like my next, like, musical whatever, I want it to be, like, live and big. Like, I really want to play festivals and, like, just get into a bigger space creatively. Hell yeah. Sounds awesome. Evan, was there anything else, any last words that you had for the show today? No, I pretty much asked everything that I could think of. Hey, so um, did, uh, what's their names, uh, the Game of Thrones writers get kicked out of the Star Wars? Did they get fired? <laughs> um, they get, they were it's, a, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. You'll have to listen uh, to the next <laughs> episode to oh, hear about shit. it. <laughs> um, and that's how you do it. That's how you bring people back. Right? <laughs> But I do want to thank everyone for listening to the Movement Podcast this week. We talked all about music. We talked all sorts of things. Thank you guys for sticking it through and hanging out with us um, while we uh, discover who Kid Astronaut really is. Um, yes. We, it was a lot of fun, man. Thanks again for coming yeah, on and, coming and chatting guys. with this us. This great. Awesome. Um, I just, yeah, I always love doing these. When we start doing the living room sessions, we'll, we'll book you in there for one of the, the first ones we do because um, it's always fun. But yeah, again, you guys can find us at Twist My Arm Podcast. Search all your social media outlets for Twist My Arm Podcast and you'll find us there. We are technically the movement right now, but next week is going to be the 100th episode of the, we'll say the Twist My Arm Network. Um, Universe. Yeah, there you go. That sounds way cooler. So it's, I'm trying to plan something out. I, it might come out a little bit later. The episode might come out a couple days later than normal um we're gonna go beatles on it go but, abbey road and be like but we've recorded I feel like this before but it's gonna come out later yeah i feel like this is a this is a milestone man okay. 100th episode i'm really excited to, to do it if there's anyone that was ever on a show um I, I believe i want to schedule calls for each one of you so if you would like to come back on the show and chat with us definitely hit me up twist my own podcast at gmail.com or you, episode. or if you just want to call in and just share your favorite episode or moment, or I don't leave know, us, leave us a message. Or at if you don't like Josh or <laughs> what we're or here, we are again with that. <laughs> but leave us a message five zero eight nine three twist. Um, those phone lines they're not always open, but the inbox, the voicemail box is always ready to take <laughs> take <laughs> good and so. take the bad. <laughs> So we'll be back. Uh, next episode will be the 100th episode, and I'm super excited to bring that to you guys. Um, 
But that's all we got for this week. I want to say thanks again to Kid Astronaut for joining us on this episode. Gang, gang, man. And I'm your host. My name is Josh. My name's Evan. We will talk at you next week. Cost all these miles to see you. Just to look into your eyes. So far I'm resting from two. And have you back before sun?